Electric Punani. Nani, 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 nani. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we've been ready for this, you feel me? So, welcome listeners from all yes. over the galaxy. Yes, all over the multiverse. To an undisputed, much anticipated, yes. highly requested highly. conversation of the masses. Ooh. This is Electric Punani's yes. World Index Podcast. Ooh. We could probably insert clap. You know, we could probably do a clap. Clap might be clap might be better. Better than the inserted clap. It might be. We need like the Seinfeld clap. True. So if you're tuning in and you have no idea who we are, that's okay. It's okay. Because we're going to tell you. Yes. On this premiere episode. Yes. Of World Index by Electric Punani. Yes. In fact, what is an electric punani? An electric punani is a well, uh, well-fed, nourished punani. It's filled with electrolytes. It's filled with um, nutrients. Mm-hmm. And our party and our events and our music and just us as a creative collective, our aim is to... Keep that punani nourished. Amen. The global punani, that is. Mm-hmm. Because we all come from that punani. Preach on it. You know what I'm saying? So our goal is to keep it electrified, you know, keep it juiced up. Yes. Happy. Mm-hmm. And to 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 uh tend to the punani and make sure the punani is 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 good. Right on. And make sure that the music and the 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 vibes and everything that we bring is to empower the punani. Yes. And the electric side, that, you know, electric force yes. that helps yes. guide the punani to greatness. And we like to guide all punanis and all those who love and support the, the you know, rise and yes. the amazing uh, the amazing inspiration that the punani mm-hmm. brings. Mm-hmm. And that's mm. what an electric punani is. It's, it's, it's that, whatever that is that I just said. Mm. <laughs> we took them all the way to church. Here we go. Day one. It's, it's uh, And we always say that our philosophy is, yes. if all Punani's worldwide were electrified, yes. we would have a much better world. Oh, yeah. Oh, it would yeah. be harmonious. Oh, yeah. There would be less chaos. Yes. There would be less war. Yes. There would oh, be, big time. There would be less crime. Big time. There would be a better economy. Big time. There would be better health care. Big time. There would be more joy. Yes. There would be more smiles. Yes. There would be more love. Mm. There would be more... Consensual daggering. Mm. Right? Dagger. <laughs> dagger, dagger, dagger. And that's what an electric punani is. Yes. Who is electric punani? Mm. We're going to tell you. Yes. My name is Mello X from Brooklyn, New York, by way of two Jamaican parents. Mm. And my name is Jasmine Solano, by way of... Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Aye. and then Brooklyn, New York, Aye. 
and now Los Angeles, California. And I come from no Caribbean descent. (laughs) That's the balance, baby. (laughs) I come from an Indonesian father and a a Philly Jewish mother. Yes. This is the mix. This This is the blend that created what we... Yes. Have brought to the world. Yes, we represent all the Plus dualities. Yeah, it's a melting pot, and we yes. kind of bring that to the music and what we put out. Yes, you know, knowingly and, and unknowingly, just yes. naturally. Yes, you know what I mean? and I think that we are two um, city kids. Yeah, even though I moved out to the burbs in high school and started hanging out with the hippies, nice. that's where I got. That's where I learned a lot about hippie life and mm-hmm. hippie music mm-hmm. um but initially i think we are city kids that we're used to melting pots oh yeah right that's where we that's where we shine baby mm-hmm. that mix mm-hmm. and fusion of cultures around the, the world you know? and you know we both are djs yes we are mcs yes we are curators yes. we are producers yes. we are hosts yes I mean, at this point, we have both been in the industry and honing our crafts for over 15 years. This is true. Uh, Since we were both teenagers. Yes. Even though we weren't friends then. We didn't know each other yet. Yes. And it was in New York City that we met. Yes. In 2007-ish. And everyone just started booking us together. Mm Mm-hmm. We would either be hosting parties together, we'd be DJing parties together, and then we became like besties. I don't remember, I always say this to people, I don't remember when we even started our friendship. Because it's always yeah. it's always felt, um, you know, it's always felt like you were a brother, mm-hmm. you know, that I would become frustrated with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real family. Right. <laughs> when people are like, oh, it's my brother. It's right. Like, it's, like, it's like, but have you been, have you been frustrated right, from, right. from the bottom of your gut? He annoyed you to the point <laughs> of no return. But, and the, to the point of <laughs> eh, some return. <laughs> and that's not really your family. That's just a, a, highly, a highly favored acquaintance that's, yes. that's in your life. Yes. But so we're DJing all the time together. This is 2007, mm-hmm. early 2008. And then you come to me with an idea. Why don't you speak? Yeah. Why don't you speak on that? You know, I feel like we did maybe like one or two events that we did one called uh, the the John. That was my party. The John that I named from yeah, yeah. from my. So I used to DJ in. at that at that event. With oh my you. god! And then I feel like there was some. There was, like we we would like you said get booked for the same things. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then we also was like let's do our own thing. But then. This one night, let me paint the picture for you. Downtown, New York City, <laughs> 2007 or seven or eight, maybe seven. There's a club called 205 Christie. Christie. Now, this club is cool. My first experience performing at this club, I performed for like, I opened up for Ghostface. And what was that group the Fat Jewels in? Oh, um, <clears throat> what's their name? They performed and I opened up for them. That was oh my god! Um, Seth used to manage them. Oh my <laughs> so god! I forgot. I forgot the day. I forgot the day. If the fat Jew hears this, we need the name. I know the name. It's by just the in the, the back of my mind. Yeah, it'll, it'll come to me. Yeah. So that's the club. You know, I was there another night, just on some random chill vibes, 
and got a little twizzy, you know what I'm saying? Like, the DJs was lit. Downstairs was the dance hall night, so you know I was there for that. Upstairs was the uh, electro, you know what I mean? Back then, the EDM stuff was called electro. So, I'm going upstairs, I'm going downstairs, I'm going upstairs, I'm going downstairs, you know? And at some point, whatever the DJ was playing downstairs was mixing with what the DJ played upstairs. And it was this, it was some, it was probably like a Vibes Cartel song. And it was probably, I don't know what song was upstairs, but I just heard the mix, like it was mixing, but it was these totally, like these two different styles of music, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I think I sat on the step, like motherfuckers like walking by me. I'm like, oh, you know, you good. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's just so crazy. I'm like, twisted. Just okay. like, oh, it looked like I'm like pat, like, oh, this thing is wasted. But nah, I was just in the vibe, like, oh, shit. What if? So I came to you with the idea. You know what I mean? You, you structured the name. I had a whack name. But. Yeah, but then uh, I well, think let, let's go in. Let's go into more detail about that. So, you yeah. were like, "Yo, I have this idea. Let's let's get up." I think yeah. we had Thai food at an outdoor yes, outdoor lunch that. spot. Yeah, it I was in LES. It was in LES on one of them streets that got like the the stores that you got to go up the steps and da da da. But it was oh. like one that we went down and then we went in the back. Mm, okay, to the backyard. Yeah, and you were, and you told me about your experience and you said, "What if we did a night?" Where we combine dance hall and electro. Yes. And this is 2008. This is. 2000. I feel it's 2007, y'all. I ain't gonna hold you. It was, oh, that we thought of the idea? Because 2008 is was when like we started. Sway days when we yeah, started yeah. bringing it there and blow. But the first one or few. It was around that time. It was around that time. And yeah. so I'm like, I love this idea. And you had already known that I was. Uh, deeply oh, yeah. versed and in love with yeah, yeah. all things reggae and dancehall From all culture. the events you were doing this show, right. right. So then we thought of the name, and the first name was Electro Pum Pum. Yes, yes. Because it was, you know, Electro, and then I'm just like, it can't be like Electro Dancehall. I'm just right. like, all right, what's like a thing that like anybody knows that like, that's some like Caribbean thing. I'm like, Pum Pum. Right, right. Okay, cool. Like, and it was a good yeah. runner up. It was it was cool. It was it was cool. It, it was, was a good, good it was a good like here's the idea. Right. And then you how just do we, took that and it was like, oh. Like how do we get two words yes. that explain exactly what we what Our we're fusion, doing? What we doing. And this is before Major Laser yes, had yes, come yes. out. So this was still a concept that yeah, you may have heard some mashups in the club. Right. Maybe you've heard some um jungle music with some uh dance hall artists mm-hmm. samples on it before. But we're like, how do we get this name across for this party? And then somehow the divine came to me and said, Electric Punani. <laughs> And that was it. Yeah. And that's how it was born. And then we actually did our very first party at 205, Christy. We were wearing the Eddie Murphy t-shirts that our friend made, Lion and Rooster. Whoa. Ren. Classic. Yep. Um, We'll show a picture on the stories. If you see that picture, that's from the first one. That's from the very first one. I used to only wear a side ponytail. Remember, for like two years, I only wore a side ponytail. And I... 
wore uh, <laughs> I wore headbands. You are. always had a damn headband. Yeah, like the tennis headband. Yes, and that was like your signature. Either logo upside down or any other right. headband. I always wore it. That was your signature. Was Mine was the side ponytail. Side ponytail. Hella yeah. young. Young. Um, young even though you know we're still young. You know, I'm saying still gone. But you know, we were babies in New York City, just oh, yeah. with a very raw idea. Yep. And then we did the first party. And then Roxy Cottontail hits us up. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Roxy is programming every single Monday night at Sway. Yeah. And we've already hosted events at Sway, yeah. both DJ at Sway separately. separately. I think maybe together too, randomly on whoever, whatever, but right. also Rice and Peas. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We, uh, yeah. Um, we, were, we would host Rice and Peas and also DJ at the, their events, and they would have that as Sway as well. Big and I used, I used to make like a little bit of money Oh yeah, making, designing the flyers for DJ Gravy's party, Rice and Peas. Nice. Right? When I thought I was a little <laughs> bit nice with Photoshop. Nice. Okay? <laughs> and this was such a dream because, you know, we really, and this will be a a whole nother podcast which maybe we can get dj gravy or max glazer mm-hmm. on where uh you know what the, how the scene was even going on in downtown new york um and that's not even what was going on in brooklyn yeah but this was kind of uh they they did set the stage for making it i think common for people that were not just from brooklyn to enjoy dance hall and reggae and get educated on it the right way right um, right definitely the the most prominent party in the city at that time for dancehall because it was a lot of like the dancehall party the electro party the like everything was separate hip-hop or the right like it was very separate and then there were djs that would mix and blend things right but there wasn't like here's an event for like a whole mix and blend of right or maybe they there were there they had those but ours was specifically like we're gonna take dancehall which we love Mm -hmm. and mix it with all these other styles of music, right. you know, electronic-based music from around the world that we've been hearing. Yes. Yeah. And so Roxy Cottontail, she's programming every Monday night in Sway. She's the main host. Yeah, she's, big up Roxy. Yeah. She's super popping in the city, and she asks us if we want to bring our party as a monthly but, to Sway. And that's and where that's the when it changed. <laughs> shit fucking lit up on fire. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And I think it was within... Six months, mm-hmm. and I tell people this story, mm-hmm. that there was one night that we had 300 people trying to get in, and the cops came and shut down oh, yeah, yeah. Spring Street oh, yeah. on the west side. So it, it looked like a damn block party, feel me? Yeah, or people trying to get like into a, a concert. Right? Like a people festival. trying to get into a concert or something like that. And, and inside was jam-packed. Oh, the, yeah. The spot held, you know, whatever amount, and it was... Yeah. Maybe held 300 if you squeeze, 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 right? And everyone Maybe 200 was, if you squeeze, it was like 300 <laughs> in there. But we got 300. And then another outside trying to get in. Right. It was kind of wild. And, you know, when we talk about Sway Days and sway, the, the... Sway Kids. The, or, yes, Sway Kids and the the uh, original foundation of Electric Panani, mm-hmm. we talk about this very special time in New York. It mm-hmm. was pre-social media, like right before, like mm-hmm. only MySpace was around. And the only photography that was really happening was the party photographer. Yes. Right? So our, you know, our brother, Tone, mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. time, photos by Tone, mm-hmm. he was the king. He and, and of course, he's such a sick photographer. Yeah, yeah. But he was the one capturing yeah. all of these candid moments yeah. and, and all of these niche 
like parties or people that mm-hmm. would go to these parties like you know he was definitely capturing like a I don't want to even say underground but kind of like a new way of creating music putting music out yeah you know resonating with fans whatever like we really took the internet and was like I right, we about to like mix blend like you know I yeah. think he captured a lot of the key people and parties and things that was happening absolutely absolutely and you know like we all just we were all a big community and a big family and we came together Monday nights and especially at Electric Panani Mm -hmm. to see each other and wild out and just Mm -hmm. kind of escape whatever anybody was going through but the the amount of different people that would be at the party from skate kids to rasta Mm -hmm. heads to meatpacking posh people Mm -hmm. to you know uh, suits and Wall Street people mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. you know, dance hall dancers mm-hmm. to, it, you know, that foundation kind of just organically represented who we wanted to reach. Right. Which was everybody. Right. Anybody, everybody. If you can dance or if you want to dance, mm-hmm. you came to our party. I like our party specifically was like, you going to leave sweaty. And that's okay. Oh, like drenched <laughs> underwear, drenched you're gonna leave, socks. You gonna leave drenched. drenched. You gonna be like, ah. Oh. But that experience is gonna be like none other. Feel me? Yes, and yeah. you know that word spread quickly, and we we really grew in New York City to to a point where I started saying, okay, we need to we need to take this outside of New York. Yep. Like I think we could do this in other cities. Yep. And I think one of the first other cities we did it in was Denver. Mm-hmm. With Fire Lily, mm-hmm. shout to Fire quiet. Lily, yeah, yeah, yeah. that and Tone yeah. came, yes. in that amazing warehouse. Yes. Remember, we had like a we had like a a band come through. We did, yeah. Remember they like they like came through in the party. They had like a this one is like a marching band, yeah. You talking about House of Marley? No, oh, okay. Denver, you don't remember? It was Listen, a it was a as, marching band. As people yeah. will discover on this podcast, <laughs> as sharp as I yeah, may be, so my memory yeah. is a little. It's a little funky at yeah, times, yeah. okay. But I believe you, and I'm sure there's photos. Nah, it's this photo. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> we're gonna find one and put it up. Yeah, know, we will. For episode one, we'll podcast. do a little photo story so you yeah, can yeah. see everything we're talking about. And uh, then we started doing it in um, California. Started touring in Canada, doing national U.S. tours, mm-hmm. and then it gradually was like, oh, people want to start booking us internationally. Yep. So then, shout to Lini. Mm-hmm. We did an Australia tour. Well, before I, that, mm, remember we did the what was it called? New York Hot Wave or wait or something wave? It was a party we did, like a dancehall party there, and it was like downstairs at the spot. It was fire, yo! It's called like Wave something. Wave. Oh, like, like the super underground we get, party we were, like, that had like the cages. No, no, no. <laughs> it was like okay, <laughs> we've done our like, party. Yo, so you remember the site that? Okay. It was like in London. I remember being like, yo. Oh, Hot Walk? Hot Walk. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> well, so, no, you're right. Yeah. We did um, We did a European tour first. Europe. Yeah. And where we, we, we were in Berlin. Yep. We were in France, yep. Paris. We were in London, yep. uh, Munich. Yep. Um, there may have been another spot on the tour. Yeah, I can't but, and that, and, and we partnered with Hot Walk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And partnered with... Uh, who are no? They're no longer a crew. Base gang, base gang, you know, yeah. in Berlin, and then we moved to do an Australia tour. We headline this festival called Island Vibe Festival on mm-hmm. Stradbroke Island. We do mm-hmm. Melbourne, we do Sydney, 
Then we get booked to do a whole Asia tour, mm-hmm. and we do Shanghai and Tokyo, and um, you know, and also to to and piggyback Seoul. is like all of the events that we were doing were events that kind of like fucked with this idea that we had of like this fusion, mm, you know, yeah. and we were able to like hybrid sound hybrid you know we, we were able to tap into these different places globally just just through the music and a lot of people would say you know which is why we bring up tone i have a lot of people that told me yo they used to just wait for his photos and see like the nightlife and what we was doing and they're like yo it's so fire yeah. and that inspired them to do you know xyz yeah so it's like being able to connect with people that's basically in the same wavelength yes. just through like showing our community and our music and who's coming our our parties yes you know we were able to like connect with global globally with other niche absolutely market, other people who had like their own followings and things you know absolutely and that's who we kind of tapped it to it wasn't like we went on tour and did all these big big but the spots we did would be yeah. Always yeah. around the globe with, with niche underground communities. Underground communities, yeah. it's like, and a lot of the artists from those are like artists that year later, five, four, or whatever, they're like the biggest mm-hmm. or you know the new whatever. And it's up. like our thing was being hyped that you know we were not even on it first, but that we were able to be like a uh, uh, champion, like championing these artists absolutely that we putting on you know or and putting on to to add to that what yeah. we used to do is we used to put out a mixtape every yes. year yes. and this was like the holy grail mm-hmm. we would choose our favorite songs from the year from all over the world they could be super abstract they mm-hmm. could be they could be mainstream dance hall it, we just had to fuck with it we just had to love it mm-hmm. and we would make these mixtapes we put so much work into these mixtapes we'd always like get on a track mm-hmm. we'd do a intro interludes freestyle and yeah. we would do one a year. We made seven. We did them for seven years. Yeah. And that really helped other people find out exactly. Like when we say, oh, well, what, what do you mean? What is your wow. sound? Like, what is the party like? This 40-minute hour mixtape would give you the whole rundown of what we meant by fusion sound, hybrid sound, culture clash Hell in yeah. every sense. And, I, and it was a beautiful time to, to put out those mixtapes. Yeah. You know, after the seventh year or so. We said, you know what? It's all about playlists. Yeah. And people really look to these mixtapes to know, like, okay, what's the hottest? What was the hottest thing mm-hmm. in in this and this and this? And we could reach people so much quicker, especially with how much music comes out now every single day. I think Ron was telling us like twenty thousand songs get released a day. Oh yeah. So if we can make a compilation playlist each month and feature the artists that we really are listening to, mm-hmm. then I think that that was just we we decided that was a better way. To, it yeah. was like a mixtape every month, yeah. without all of the labor and waiting a whole entire year. Yeah, yeah. And then talk about the idea that you came up with with the contest submissions. Right. So, um, as far as the events go, right when we started doing the events, we would always have, you know, our favorite DJs at that time that we loved. But we would also have upcoming DJ DJ that you know they probably ain't spin that mass spot, but we heard they mixes or heard like oh they fire though like they gonna. It's more about who's gonna bring that energy that makes this event fire. Mm-hmm. Fuck the name. Mm. Is the energy right? I right, come through. You know. So with the playlist, it was like okay, we have all of these you know, artists and people who listen to us, inspired by us, or that, you know, we get inspired by, 
you know, let's have a platform for that, but let's also open a platform to our community. You know what I'm saying? Our global community of like music creators who might listen to our mixes or our playlists for inspiration or just background music while they cleaning or mm-hmm. you know yo let me let me work on my playlist let me listen to y'all playlists mm-hmm. and like pull a song or two put over here mm-hmm. so it was like okay let's start focusing on those people who we you know who we fuck with and we opened it up as far as like posting on social media in different platforms like yo you could submit music and that created a whole new influx of just yeah dope music that we got put onto, you yeah. know, and that we continue to every time we do these playlists. And I remember one night, I think I was like tearing up mm-hmm. because of the submissions. And oh I, yeah, it'd be so I, fire. I, I was just like, they really understand they, us. Right, right. <laughs> like, they yeah, really yeah, get yeah. it. And we don't even know each other. Yeah. And they really get it. Like, I just couldn't believe that they they understood how like left we wanted to go with mm-hmm. it but also mm-hmm. how fire we needed it to mm-hmm. be like sometimes it's hard with the yeah. submissions to actually we try to just choose two yeah you know and sometimes it's really hard but and um, i love that people submit all types of things because oh my god even though types. like our party originally rooted in you know dance hall music and just fusions and different takes on that you know is also it was also us loving music from around the globe and yeah. from these different communities. So yeah. people send us all types of music Absolutely. and we put all types of music on the playlist. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And now today, everything is fusion music. Everything is a fusion so, of everything. So if so. it's fire, it makes it's fire sense. fire is fire, right. So then we decided to call it World X. Yeah, World I mean, X. sorry. <laughs> World X, y'all. I like World X, though. Like Dex, like DJ Dex, but then it's World Dex. <laughs> that's a world. little... It got to be World. World. W-O-R-L. L- world X. Dex. <laughs> yeah, I'm with that, yeah. World Dex. <laughs> yeah, so the playlist is called World Index. Yeah. You can find it on Spotify, find it on our page. And uh, and then we even got booked to, to perform at Glastonbury Festival. Oh, yeah, that was dope. That yeah, was incredible. That was and then a bunch of like museums started to book us mm-hmm. to curate, especially because with you, which we'll get into in another episode when we dive deeper into our individual mm-hmm. careers and everything. But because of your sound design, art installation, art curation, museums started wanting us to kind of build this whole experience like and go deeper into Caribbean culture and, and those that love Caribbean culture and how do they... How do they see a, d- a different different side of it? Mm. And you know, that's when we had the steel drum band at the Brooklyn Museum. Mm-hmm. We had the flex dancers mm-hmm. at um, Lawrence Museum. What's the name of that museum? Sean Kelly. Sean Kelly Gallery, yeah, yeah. right? Yep, yep. And then we did the Moad in San Francisco. Yeah. And we've always just tried to. And when we believe in fusion, we believe it. You know in in spaces yeah. and that can be in the club that can yeah. be in the art gallery and i think that Outside. we've always mm. on the block like right. we've just tried to have fusion within culture and that just kind of spreads more love and understanding amongst people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? oh yeah and then so once we start performing everywhere internationally we are like you know what what if we started making original music yep because then we can really describe our sound. Right. Like everything we've done all these years, if we were to produce a, a record, what would that sound what like? What would it sound like? And the first song we put out 
is Tiger. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, oh no! Wait, wait! Don't tell me! Don't tell me! Uh, Rosa Coletta. Yes. Woo. Rosa Coletta's fire because you know what I mean. It's, it's a good example of like how we get inspired to do things. So Rosa Coletta was a um, or is a restaurant in Berlin that we would go to and we went out there. It was the only Caribbean restaurant, Jamaican owned. Mm-hmm. And we just loved the food and it was always like anybody who went there was like, you gotta check the spot and out. And we love the owner. Love the so owner, sweet. you know what I mean? So the first time that we wanted to put out music and we were fresh off like a tour and everything, it was like, yo, let's just make sh- let's make the music represent exactly like where we at. You know, right mm-hmm. now, like what we trying to do right now, what we what's what we gonna do moving forward from here. So, I think that was a good first one. That's like, the song is dope, you know. And if you dive into like what inspired the song, is Electric Punani shit. It's like global. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Being in Berlin and just like remember Yam Yam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like this little island, this little like Caribbean island in the middle venue. of the venue. Like they had sand outside. And all. It was like what? And then they had this this Jamaican restaurant. And you know we, yeah. you know I'm coming from East Flatbush. Like you feel me? Every block is just ah, ah. you know what I'm saying? Food done off. So to be out there and be like, oh wait, I could get that out here too. Oh, it's lit. So it really inspired us. And when we did the song. You know, the first song is like, let's draw from what really inspires us. Mm-hmm. You know? so, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it was a gritty industrial sound. Industrial, yeah. We almost called it, well, we did call it an ode to Berlin. Yes, yes. Especially if yes. you've ever partied in Berlin, that shit is hard. Right. Yep, yep. And then we took some, some reggae samples mm-hmm, in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really was the beginning of us transitioning from an international DJ duo to a music duo. Yeah. And that was like 2015 we put that out, something like that. Yeah. And then we continued to make original music with, we made Tiger Eye. Well, remember we did, oh no, yeah, original. Oh, we talking about original. We, talk, we, talk about, we could remix? talk about the remix, oh, though. Yeah, I've been thinking about that remix. We should put that old B. Bruh. Like, right, like so Instagram, you think, would take like it down? Instagram. Nah. Hell no. Let's talk about this fire ass remix okay, we made. So we made a fire remix with uh Ching Ching, right? We took I wouldn't even say it's a remake, more so like we sampled her we sampled the song from Nicki Minaj from her first album. Yeah. And Trini was, Dem Gals. Trini Dem Gals, because it was just a banger, like it was fire. Yeah, that was. It was like, okay, let's take that and bring it into like the EP world, you know? So we took it remixed it but then the remix just felt like this is a new track that samples trini them girls you know mm-hmm. and at that time cha ching ching was fresh you know what i mean i don't think he even bust yet like mm-hmm. he was fresh like but we love being onto those kind of artists and yeah. championing you know those artists so i think we had them perform at like house party yep you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying when we were doing that at, at hall yeah, he performed there. That's when we first met him, I believe. When I first yeah. met him. So, you know, building that relationship and then being like, yo, you want to jump on this track? And he jumped on it and it was fire. And we put it out and it gained so much. And, so and this was around, this is around the time. The SoundCloud when, days. This is the SoundCloud music industry battle, 
when they're just yeah. like taking things down. Yeah. People who have remixes up for years, making their you know bread and they're living off of like mm-hmm. putting up ill remixes and things, and you know mm-hmm. being able to reach fans like that. They started taking those down, taking yeah. those down. So our song was up there. It was getting like. In a few days or so, it was getting so many. We had hundreds of thousands of listens. Like a day or two. And it was like. like, Let's let me gas it, B. Let's gas it, yo. So, like, in a day, we had like a hundred thousand. It was like a month or so that it was circulating it, but every week it was more plays, more play. And it looked like, okay, if we had some backing behind this or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. this this could go. Right. And or if Nikki would sign, you know, off. or Nikki would would sign off on it, you know, mm. but it, then it got uh, taken down. It got it taken, down. yeah, it's still taken on YouTube. Down. Someone else uploaded it, and, and it's it got still plays. Huh? It's got in the thousands, but but it's up there. It's the only place that it's up because That's we why. got everything taken down. Yeah, but so, um, that was so our, there's like, that, that was, you know. Yeah. So we were just kind of figuring out our sound right. and just making sure that you know the sound and what we were doing always represented you know us like yeah. that song specifically was dope because it's like Trini them gals, Trini. We love, you know, we love Trinidad. Then it's mm-hmm. like ching to ching ching. You know what I'm saying? Jamaica. Ring ring to ching ching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ring ring. We <laughs> like, yo, he Jamaican, like perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then the song is like a very popular American mm-hmm. song from our artist, you know, based out here. So it's a yeah. mix and blend which we like. It's like mix hip hop, pop. Pop. Reggae. Hip-hop, reggae pop. You know what I mean? So Moving forward from that, we were like, "I right, the remix thing, no. Let's keep doing the original. <laughs> yeah. Original. The first one, we sampled, you know, a dancehall song. The second one, you know, we try to, like, incorporate a dancehall artist mm. and, and use, you know, something that's sampled, that's contemporary mm-hmm. take on Caribbean music from an artist who's, like, a hybrid of XYZ. Mm-hmm. So we did all that. And then moving from there, we were like, all right. Let's get in the studio with somebody, and from the ground up, yeah, we build, and that's what that's how we've been making all our music now. And the Absolutely. first one we did like that was Tiger Eye with Daneo. Yeah, with Daneo, and I think we really hit the mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and anyone you know who hears that will understand why, especially mm-hmm. if you just listen to us so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we made a music video, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. The set design was from Uzumaki. Mm-hmm. Um, our girl Roz directed it, and I co-directed it. Yep. And um, I showed up. <laughs> he showed up. <laughs> he showed up and hung Possibly up. late. And hung up the faux fur. <laughs> oh yeah, I hung up fur. Yo, you feel me? I did my thing. Faux fur. We in that. We in that faux, faux fur. fur. Yeah, we in that faux fur. And uh, yeah, so Tiger Eye, and then the second single we made was Gymnastics on Fire with the Wave, which which also blew up, and we have a lot of streams on that. And the third signal was with Popeye Caution, My My Way. Yeah. And so we have uh, three singles out there that you can go and listen to, mm-hmm. and uh, you can find us anywhere: Spotify, Apple Music, all the places you listen to the tunes. Yep. And and that's where we're at now, you know. And I think it's going to be cool to let our fans or new fans and friends and family kind of get a glimpse into oh, yeah. where we're at because we've been working on so much music over the yeah. past couple of years and it's all bubbling up to a point this year which you know y'all will y'all will know and oh, you know, so. yeah baby so <laughs> we got some things going on baby don't sleep see me up <laughs> yo listen yo 
we, you know, we don't flood the block with mad bullshit and hope something stick. Mm. We grab a mm. legit idea, create mm. it, put it out, put full steam behind it. People love it, mm. and then we move on. You know, this mm. year we were able to collaborate and and partner. You know. As, as far as music, but also on our business side to make sure that our, uh, what we're creating, you know, hits the people that, that it needs to. Yes. And that's the goal this year. And that's what we've been brewing and cooking up. And we have this podcast because I do feel like with everything we've done and given to the culture of whatever and taken or whatever, I feel like we have information. We mm-hmm. have a plethora of information to give away or just to like give to people who look at us for inspiration or have been inspired by what we do like here's some more here's deeper you know here's some backstory on certain things or like here's how you should maneuver like this as a dj here's how you know blah 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 so we want to use this as a a platform to kind of give back some of that information and just give context to certain things. Yes. You know. And the way that we have conversations behind the scenes oh, with, yeah. with all of our artist friends, which are very real yeah. and raw conversations, yep. we want to bring that out of the dark. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. The dark, dark studio. Yeah. You know, because I think I think it's 2020. Yeah. It's all about transparency. Yeah. It's all about 2020 vision. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think that people want to know what the reality is, especially... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Young people that may want to get into what we do, they want to DJ, they want to produce, and it looks so glamorous online. It looks so fun, and you look like you got mad friends, you get mad bread, and people don't even know. Right? They don't know the half. They they hear little glimpses. Oh yeah. But we really want to take that insider look on what a global DJ's perspective mm-hmm. looks like. When you've been in the game for over a decade, mm-hmm. you met a ton of people. You DJed in places that have cages. I mean, mm-hmm. and not like Trump cages. We talking like sex, sexy cages. Okay? <laughs> oh, we talking sexy cages, baby. Sexy cages only, baby. Yeah. Um. And and the guests we're gonna have are gonna be from this fusion world. Yeah. And who really, uh, you know, understand us and or we want to get to know them better or oh, they've yeah. already contributed to music with us. It's gonna be so fun yeah. diving into the lives of all of us and giving mm-hmm. you that that true behind the scenes yeah yeah look. we want you to see we want you to understand the million practice shots <laughs> that made the one game winning shot mm, you know I mean? mm. that one game winning shot is a culmination of like a million practice shots literally you know what I'm saying so we gonna go into the practice yes and, and, and the practice of being a DJ a global DJ or just a DJ in general yes the tools the pitfalls the you know, things to look out for, things business-wise, yep. you know, mm-hmm. all of that. All, all of, that. of that. Yeah. All of that. So yep. we're happy that you're here. This yeah. is only the beginning yep. of World Index. 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 Index.